Welcome to a mini episode of Seemingly Ordinary. In this episode, ordinarily I would comment on the previous episode, which was when I interviewed Vaughn Cooler. But with Vaughn's permission, I have decided to read chapter four of his amazing book, Sacred Drive. Chapter four is When the Day. Do not worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. Each day has trouble of its own. Jesus. The life of faith is lived one day at a time, and it has to be lived, not always looked forward to as though the real living were around the next corner. It is today for which we are responsible. God still owns tomorrow. Elizabeth Elliot. Too many people are petrified and paralyzed because they want to tackle the grand plan for their life right now. They want to know the detailed blueprint for their entire destiny right away. Well, in St. Louis, where I used to live, there's a huge church called the Cathedral Basilica of St. Louis. If you were to enter the cathedral and look up at the ceiling, you would see beautiful depictions of grand, epic scenes from the Bible. But if you were to look closer you'd see these stunning works of art are actually composed of these tiny ceramic squares, which are usually one color. The way to create this masterpiece is to affix one square to the ceiling, then another square, and another, and another, and so on. And over time, the image begins to form. The final result is hundreds of fragments made into a beautiful whole. These mosaics don't just honor God. Through their beauty, the way they're made represents a fundamental principle of the mental toughness he desires of us. That old saying, yard by yard, life is hard, inch by inch, it's a cinch, is based on a spiritual truth in the Bible we are to focus on one day at a time, even one moment at a time. We're never going to be able to pursue our potential and create the work of art that our life is meant to be all at once. Instead, we need to ask ourselves, what's the block of color I need to put on the ceiling today? Where's the next little square go? What color does it need to be? Over time, if you focus on block after block and square after square, the image is going to take shape. Your understanding of what you need to do is going to form fully. Once it has, you'll be able to step back and take the whole picture in at once and say, Wow, hard to imagine that I created such a masterpiece. You created it because you took one piece at a time. You lived one day at a time. You did the next right thing. Here's the bottom line. Uncertainty causes anxiety. Attempting too much at once causes us to be overwhelmed. You need to work to win the day. Don't let uncertainty keep you from being intentional. You don't need the plan for your whole life right now. You just need a plan for your life right now. You need to focus on winning the next 24 hours that you have in front of you. This is not just a practical approach to success and productivity in life. It is a philosophy rooted and founded upon scriptural truth. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus preached to people whose cares and concerns dwarfed our own. Israel existed under the occupation 
by the Roman Empire, similar to how the Austrians existed under German control during World War II, or the Poles were ruled by the Soviet Union after the war. Though the Romans were fairly lenient as occupying powers go, when they said jump, the Jewish people had to ask, how high? As if that weren't stressful enough, most people in biblical times, definitely the ones Jesus preached to, were poor. They barely had clothes on their back, a shelter to live in, or food to eat. In response to this, Jesus called on them to exercise a faith that focused on one day at a time. First, he said, why do you worry? Who by worrying can add one day to his life? Consider the lilies of the field. They do not labor or spin. Yet the Lord clothes them. Even Solomon in all of his splendor was not clothed like one of them. And you are worth more than lilies. He also said, Look at the birds of the field. They do not toil or labor. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And you are worth more than many sparrows. Matthew chapter 6, 25 through 33. Interestingly enough, Jesus zeroes in on two of the main things humans derive security from, our attractiveness and our productiveness. If we are attractive enough, society tells us, people will like us and they will want to help take care of us. If we are productive, we will establish our security in what we produce. In response to this, Jesus points out that lilies, while breathtakingly beautiful, aren't really responsible for their own beauty. Ravens aren't productive at all. They literally do nothing to earn their own keep. Nevertheless, Jesus takes care of them. Jesus is making a rhetorical point. If I take care of the flowers and birds who do nothing for themselves, how much more will I take care of you? Because you are worth way more than they are to me. Once we understand this, Jesus says we are to respond this way. So do not worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. Each day has trouble of its own. Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. In other words, focus on the 24 hours in which you are living. That is the mindset of any believer who wants to pursue and maximize their God-given potential. That is the approach to life that leads to success. Because it is, because it is supported and promoted by Scripture, and by the Savior himself. Incidentally, when Jesus taught his disciples to pray, the first request he taught them was, Give us this day our daily bread. Notice the emphasis on today. Jesus tells us to pray, Right now, God, give me what I need to survive. Any Jewish person living in Jesus' time would have automatically noticed a subtle difference to the story from the Old Testament. In the book of Exodus, Israel was wandering in the wilderness. God provided daily bread from heaven that looked like a Keebler sugar wafer and tasted like honey. The people called it manna, which means, literally, what is it? It sustained them and kept them alive, but with a catch. God said that you could only gather enough manna for the day. You couldn't keep it overnight. If you did, it would spoil and become inevitable. The reason? God wanted to promote a sense of daily dependence on him. He did not want his people worrying about what they were going to eat the next day. All that mattered was the day before them. He would see to the rest. 
From the Old Testament to the Sermon on the Mount, the emphasis is clear. Win the day. Focus on the 24 hours in which you are living your life. You want to be simultaneously faithful and focused to win at life? Win the day. That doesn't mean you should never engage in advanced planning. What it does mean is that your main focus should be the 24 hours that are unfolding in front of you. What's the next square you have to put into place? St. Paul says, be careful then how you are to live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. The Greek word translated as evil in context really means the days are crazy. There's crazy stuff going on. That was then and always has been. For that reason, if you don't want to go insane or be overwhelmed with anxiety, but want to be productive and successful in pursuing your potential, focus on making the most of every opportunity today. Build the mosaic that is your life, one piece at a time. Questions for reflection. What method do you have for planning out your day to make sure that you are making the most of it? Next question. What are the things that overwhelm you and cause you anxiety that haven't happened yet? How can you prepare for those things in the future while focusing on what you need to do today? Recommended resources. What's best next? How the Gospel Transforms the Way You Get Things Done by Matt Perman. Also, The Rhythm of Life, Living Every Day with Passion and Purpose by Matthew Kelly. Thank you for listening to this chapter from Von Kohler's amazing book, Sacred Drive. The book is available on Amazon and everywhere that books are sold. Until next time.